Welcome everybody to the Spirit, Soul, and Body podcast. I'm Patty Valenzuela and I'm excited to be with you guys once again. It is always our desire, our hope, and really our greatest assignment is to see you a healthy, a whole person, and really so that you can stand up to the version that is your best version to live out your life in the very best way that you can. And we really hit the soul in these podcasts. And it's important for us to address so many issues because we can really uh, discuss various issues that people are facing, especially this month, as we find that it's a suicide prevention month. But there's one topic that's probably one of my favorite topics that I really want to discuss today. And I think that this will speak volumes to all of us in some way, form, or fashion. And it's important to address it. And I want to talk about codependency. And it's one of my favorite topics because that is something that was very challenging for me. And I found myself... uh, finding myself in a place where I was codependent, not really realizing it wasn't necessarily something that was at the forefront of my life. It wasn't something that was very visual. So it took me years to really unravel and unknot and really identify that there was codependency tendencies in my life. And uh, I started to go on this journey of what led me there. And so it's important for us to address codependency because oftentimes we miss it and we think we don't have it, but I've struggled with this for years. And maybe in this part two, we can discuss why it was there uh, on a personal level. And then hopefully this podcast will help you identify tendencies in codependency. Why do we have them? But I want to start out by saying in this podcast where codependency began. And why is this term called codependency? And so when you think about the word codependency, it's a term that was actually spoken when it came to uh, recovery, say addiction recovery. And so it was spoken and identified as something that was maybe viewed, uh, let's say, for example, somebody who uses uh, drugs or somebody who uses alcohol and they became codependent on a particular substance. And so the word codependent, if we were to split the two words up, the word co means together or a part of, and then dependent, right? Depending on something. So it started with people who were in recovery. They were recovering from addictions. They were in programs. They were addicted to a substance abuse. They were addicted to some form of, you know, dependent on some kind of substance to help them get through maybe a coping mechanism. But they found that often there was a relative that was codependent alongside with them, meaning the codependent person, a relative, etc. They weren't necessarily codependent on the substance, but they were part of the addiction patterns as part of this whole system. 
And so they were contributing to this addiction. So there was a co-mutual or a together dependent on something that was not healthy. That's where this term comes from. Codependent isn't uh, directly dependent, right? That they're not directly, this codependent person wasn't directly dependent on this particular substance, but in a way they were facilitating this uh, patterns of behavior, this way of behavior uh, of this individual or this family member that uh, they were, you know, in partnership with. And so as time went on, you know, we started to see this word and the word started to broaden a little bit more. And this is important for us to address because they found this one lady, she wrote a book and it's, she talked about codependency. Her name is Melody Beatty. And she found that codependency was so much more than that, that it wasn't necessarily a person who was uh, abusing a substance abuse and then have a relative that was also facilitating this type of behavior and encouraging it as well or not helping the person or the individual get out of that uh, codependency so they found that this was so much broader they found that codependency was really found in relationships it was found in uh, different various ways in people's lives and it led them to unhealthy behaviors and for example, it could be a marriage uh, and all of a sudden, you know, you have this relationship and they become so focused on covering maybe the other partner or protecting the other person, uh, you know, and they have unhealthy behaviors and this partner ends up covering for them. So they found that codependency wasn't just strictly in regards to a substance abuse, but they found that it also is... Um, something that we saw in relationships so and it happens in all types of relationships not just marriage but it happens with parents it happens in families it happens with children it happens with parents it happens with uh you know authority figures leaders it happens with friendships it happens all around us so we need to identify if we have codependency uh tendencies this is going to be a part one next time will be a part two and so somebody with codependency tendencies, I'd like to address a few. And the first one I want to address, before I even start, let me just say you're not codependent. So I never am going to use that label on anybody because we are not labels. We are never one thing. We are someone, but we may have codependent tendencies. And I didn't really realize that I had this codependency until I started going on the journey of studying codependency because as you start to look at your own life, your behavior, your patterns of behavior, your relationships, and the fears that lie, right, discreetly or hidden fears that lie within you, uh, oftentimes you can trace it back to some form of codependency tendencies. So we all have some codependency tendencies. And let me just give you the first one. A tendency would look like this. When somebody remains so focused on another person to the exclusion of remaining true to their own self, sense of self. So let's, let's really talk about that. That means that you are very focused on somebody else to the extent that you exclude yourself and you are no longer true to yourself. You're no longer honest with yourself. You're no longer taking yourself into consideration because you're so focused on this other individual. This is very important for you to look at 
Because if you are codependent, somebody who is codependent tendencies that lie in the heart of that person, their own self to stay focused. In other words, they will bypass, they will disregard their own needs, their own desires, their own boundaries, limitations, because they're so focused on somebody else. They're trying to help somebody else that they don't stay true to themselves. They're trying to maybe focus on somebody else to help somebody else that they are no longer looking at their needs, what they want. It's pretty much trying to please somebody externally. And there's a reason for that. And in part two, we're going to discuss the root of that. Why do we do that? And so it's often well-intended. Somebody with codependency tendencies they, they have good intentions. They want to help the other person. They're trying to help somebody else. You're trying to perhaps alleviate pain of somebody else. You feel like they're doing, you know, you're doing what's right. Somebody with codependency tendencies, you just feel like, well, I'm doing right. You know, I'm trying to help somebody. You're trying to help this other individual that maybe is, is, is hurting or they're in pain or they need your assistance or they demand something from you. So it's, it's done with well intentions. Somebody with codependency tendencies, you're doing it with well intentions. You know, you're not trying to hurt yourself, but you do it at the expense of disregarding and bypassing what your needs are. So it's no longer about, you know, what I need, what are my boundaries? What can I do? What can I not do? It's no longer about that. It becomes about, you know, uh, when you think about it, it becomes about, uh, I need to meet the needs of somebody else. I need to focus on them. So kind of in this podcast, I want you to start looking at your life. Are you disregarding your life? Now, think about a parent. A parent can disregard their own sense of self, their own needs for the sake of doing everything for the kids. Uh, a child can do that towards a parent. A parent, right, can be demanding of a child and and then at the expense of a child's own sense of self. Or it could be a, a, in leadership. It could be a friendship. It could be, uh, you know, any kind of relationship, a friendship. And this is a really complicated topic because sometimes, if especially if you're like me, it, it, when you look at my personality and my temperament, the way God created me, you know, I'm very empathetic. And so I think um, about other people. I've always been like that. I like to care for others. I like to see a need and I like to be there to meet that need. Uh, I like to care for other people. I'm very empathetic. I genuinely want to help people. I, you know, find good qualities in others. But I think when you are very empathetic, it could lead you to become very codependent. And so it's a complicated topic because you need to find the balance between focusing on the needs of other people, but not at the expense of your of losing your own true sense of self. So it's a good quality to be empathetic, right? We don't want to be hard-hearted and not care about anybody else because the extreme would be, I really don't care about anybody else. It's you know, my way or the highway, it's me, myself, and I, and everybody else fend for themselves. That's the extreme. Nobody wants to be like that. That's not to an advantage um, in our lives. But 
when you are empathetic, it's dangerous because we can start to have these codependent uh, tendencies. And so there's a very big difference between being codependent and being kind. There's a very big difference between being codependent and being thoughtful and empathetic of others and want to help others. So when the helping that you're doing is actually hurting you, then we become codependent. When you have absolutely disregarded what you want, what you think is best for you, and when you look at your life and you look at your future and you look at your current situation and you disregard it, all in the name of keeping somebody else happy, all in the name of what other people are going to think of you, all in the name of, no, I'm so focused on meeting their needs that I disregard mine. And this is leading us to codependency tendencies. And so the helping that we do is actually hurting the person. So when we think of the other person and you're thinking of them and you're going, you know, I want to keep them in mind. Uh, be it a parent towards a child, a child towards a parent, or any relationship, a marriage, right? You want to keep, obviously, a spouse in mind. You know, this is my spouse, and I want to think about them. And, and inadvertently, you are going to end up hurting the other individual when you're not mindful of you too. When there's absolutely no boundaries for you. When all you think about is, you know what, I disregard what I want and I'm only going to do what that individual wants. You're actually causing harm not only to yourself, but you're causing harm to the other individual as well. And so when the helping behavior is keeping the other person from doing their own work that, and, and it's hurting you at the same time, then you're bypassing you, you're bypassing your own heart. You're disregarding what's really in you. And then you're hurting the other person as well because you're not letting them do their own work. See, all of us have to do our own work. We cannot go in. A doctor can come in and do so much. But we've got to put in our part to bring that healing to fruition, to allow the process of that healing to come to a full circle and in its entirety and fullness, right? So there's a part that we play. And so when we have codependency tendencies, what we end up doing is we're trying to do the work for them. We don't let them do the work for them. And we end up focused so much on them. We end up focused on what we can do for them. We end up focused on uh, pleasing them that we disregard us. We bypass our heart. We bypass everything else. So we're not only hurting us. But we're hurting that individual as well because we're so focused on that person that we devote ourselves to fix other people's pain. We are devoting ourselves to fix other people's problems at the exclusion of ourselves. We are so focused on fixing something else externally at the exclusion of what your needs are. So we are going to continue this in part two. It's so crucial and so vital for us to start breaking any codependency tendencies. Now, keep in mind, we're not going to go to the extreme. We're not going to go from one extreme to the other. We're going to stay true to ourselves and realize that we also have and should have certain boundaries that we have to stay true to ourselves, that our heart 
and our needs also are very important and it's not to the point where they're not important at you know and we are just looking externally at the needs of other people there's a reason why we become codependent and there's various factors and there's very various roots as to why we become codependent are you codependent do you find yourself maybe as i'm speaking it's coming to mind and you're now thinking and you're going huh I, I probably maybe opened up a Pandora box for you and I probably got you curious about you. This is not to shame you. This is just to get you curious about you. Do I have any codependency tendencies? I will see you guys in part two.